The Government of Canada operates a diverse air, marine and land fleet that includes both conventional and national safety and security vehicles. The government has already reduced conventional fleet emissions by 44% since 2005-2006 stroke and has committed to net zero emissions from all of its operations by 2050. To accelerate action in this area, the government will electrify the entire federal fleet of light-duty vehicles by 2030 and will launch a low-carbon fuel procurement program to support the purchase of low-carbon fuels for use in the federal air and marine fleets. And that's according to the 2020 Emissions Reduction Plan, Canada's Next Steps for Clean Air and Strong Economy, published in 2022. This edition of ePowered is focused on policies facilitating energy transition in the mobility sector. The country of focus is Canada. I'm Jerry Fituri Kusari. ePowered starts now. Canada's transportation sector is the second largest contributor to overall greenhouse gas emissions. Data from the most recent National Inventory Report 2021 reveals that emissions from transportation were 186 million tons in 2019, accounting for 25% of total emissions in Canada. Currently, the majority of emissions come from light-duty passenger vehicles like cars, SUVs and pickup trucks and also from freight transport or heavy-duty vehicles. This reflects a good and large and growing number of passenger vehicles on Canadian roads, which have been shifting over the past decade from cars to larger vehicles such as SUVs and light trucks. Regionally, transportation shows up as the highest source of emissions in the majority of provinces and territories in Canada. Public and active transportation. Since 2015, the Government of Canada has made the most significant public transit investments in Canada's history with over 10 times the federal investments made in the decade prior. Over $30 billion has been allocated to public transit through Infrastructure Canada's programs. Furthermore, in 2021, the Government of Canada committed to permanent public transit funding of $3 billion per year beginning in 2026-2027 to allow for careful and long-term project planning and delivery. There is also the policy for light-duty vehicles. Now, the Government of Canada has set a mandatory target for 100% of new light-duty cars and passenger truck sales to be zero emissions by 2025. Now, for the policy concerning the zero emissions vehicles incentives, at the moment, over 136,000 Canadians have used incentives for zero emissions vehicles as electric vehicles receiving a rebate of up to $5,000 to offset the purchase price of electric vehicles. Additionally, the government has implemented a 100% tax write-off for businesses that purchase light, medium, and heavy-duty electric vehicles. Now, um, on the policies on heavy-duty vehicles, apart from developing and deploying low-carbon fuels, Canada continues to develop regulations for heavy-duty vehicles and engines that are aligned with the most stringent standards in the whole of North America. Electric Vehicle Charging and Alternative Referring Infrastructure Now, the infrastructure program supporting deployment, demonstrations, codes and standards have made 
available over 450 million dollars since 2016 for electric vehicles charging and alternative fuel infrastructure investments have supported the deployment of public charging and refueling stations across canada demonstrations of next generation and innovative charging and hydrogen refueling technologies as well as the development of codes and standards the government of canada intends to make continuous efforts to ensure electric vehicles are more affordable and accessible for all canadians in this direction the government of canada will do the following one develop a light duty vehicles that is electric vehicle sales mandate which will set annually increasing requirements towards achieving 100 percent electric vehicle sales by 2035 including mandatory interim targets of at least 20 percent of all new electric vehicles offered for sale by 2026 and at least 60 percent by 2030. two the launch of an integrated strategy to reduce emissions from medium and heavy duty vehicles with the aim of reaching 35 percent of total medium and heavy duty vehicle sales by 2030. in addition the government will develop a medium and heavy duty vehicle regulation to require 100 percent medium and heavy duty vehicle that is actually um, a medium and heavy duty vehicle electric vehicles sales by 2040 for a subset of vehicle types based on feasibility with interim 2030 regulated sales requirements that would vary for different vehicle categories based on feasibility and explore entering targets for the mid 2020s now the government of canada also intends to support these objectives with the following additional investments one 1.7 billion dollars to extend the ev purchase incentive program for light duty vehicles for three years two 400 million dollars in additional funding for EV charging stations in support of the government's objective of adding 50,000 electric vehicle chargers to Canada's network. Three, in addition, the Canada Infrastructure Bank will invest $500 million in large-scale EV charging and refueling infrastructure that is revenue-generating and in the public interest. Four, $547.5 million for a purchase incentive program for uh, medium and heavy duty vehicles details of these were announced in the 2022 budget now five 199.6 million dollars to retrofit large trucks currently on the roads six 33.8 million dollars for hydrogen trucking demonstration projects that address barriers to long-haul zero-emission trucking commercialization, including technical, regulatory, and standards challenges. 7. $2.2 million to support greening government fleet electrification commitments. The Government of Canada has also committed to support transit agencies and school boards in transitioning their bus fleets to zero-emission technology through planning the purchase of at least 5,000 zero-emission buses and the necessary supporting infrastructure that enable successful deployments. Furthermore, the Government of Canada is committed to exploring additional opportunities and these include the following. For the rail system, the Government intends to build on successive voluntary agreements with industry, develop an action plan to decarbonize rails in line with Canada's Zero 20. 50 policy which could include efforts to advance zero emission locomotives and locomotive electrification 
in the area of aviation, that is the aviation sector, the government will be developing an approach on the long-term decarbonization of aviation, informed through ongoing engagement with industry and other stakeholders on a renewed action plan to reduce emissions from aviation, which could include initiatives to expand the production and use of low-carbon sustainable aviation for and efforts to decarbonize and electrify airport operations in Canada. And while still talking about the aviation sector, the government also intends working with international partners to increase ambition in international civil aviation organization emission reduction goals and measures. Now, talking about the marine sector, in the marine sector, the Canadian government is developing a national action plan to enable the marine sector reduce its emissions, which could include engagement with stakeholders on energy efficiency requirements for domestic vessels in line with requirements for international vessels. Also, it is working with international partners to develop measures to reduce black carbon in the Arctic from international shipping. For the off-road, the government is pursuing zero emission standards for new off-road small spark ignition engines such as lawn and garden equipment. The government of Canada could also investigate the potential to advance zero emission technologies and clean force for other types and applications of off-road equipment. That is small marine engines, recreational vehicles, and larger equipment found in the agriculture, construction, mining, and port sectors. So, with all these policies in place by the government and actions being taken by the Canadian government, if you are a Canadian, regardless of the political divide you find yourself, when it comes to energy transition, and especially in the transport sector, it will be highly beneficial to key into the policies of the government. And that's it on this edition of ePod. Do follow me on LinkedIn to continue the conversation. I am Jerry Efeturi Kusari. Bye for now.